Hello everyone, Mark here from Casting Through Ancient Greece, bringing you a teaser from the latest bonus episode over on Patreon. This one titled, The Mycenaeans Trojan War. If you like what you hear and want to support the series, you can head over to Patreon to support Casting Through Ancient Greece, where you'll gain access to the full version of this episode, plus many others. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another bonus episode, this time, the Mycenaeans' Trojan War. For this episode, we are going to look at the tale of the Trojan War, but not for the sake of the tale itself. The literary tradition has the war occurring during the time of the Mycenaean civilization, and them laying siege to the Trojan city of Troy. So what I want to do is look at the story of the Trojan War that survives in poetry, and see if we can connect it to a historical event through tangible evidence. The Trojan War is probably one of the most recognisable events of the Bronze Age outside of biblical texts. Most, even those with very little knowledge of history, have heard of the war and have varying degrees of an understanding of it. The fairly recent movie Troy with Brad Pitt has also probably helped the knowledge of the war come back into people's minds. The tale of the war, though, is millennia old, with it first being recorded somewhere around the 8th century BC, some 2,800 years ago. But it had stretched back even further, with it having been passed down through oral tradition. The writing a poem and the new script the Greeks would use was a very new development as the Dark Ages were turning into the Archaic Age, around the 8th century. The story would have survived for generations, being recounted at festivals, public events, and even around the fire by older generations, passing it down to the next. With the vast numbers of storytellers recounting the tale of the heroes of old, there would have been an infinite number of versions of the story in the times of pre-literacy. It would be the 8th century and beyond that would see a standard version begin to emerge, with the words now recorded and not having to be remembered and retold with a new interpretation. The Trojan War would be recorded in what is known as the Epic Cycle, a number of works dealing with the events of the war. They would have collected the tales that existed in oral tradition and committed them to the recorded word. Though the vast majority of these only survive in fragmentary form, the only complete works that survive that deal with the Trojan War are that of the Iliad and the Odyssey, credited to the epic poet Homer. The Iliad would describe ten days in the final year of the war, while the Odyssey would focus on the hero Odysseus's return from the war, with flashbacks to different points during the conflict. So, let's remind ourselves of the Trojan War that the Greeks were familiar with, and saw as being every bit as historical as we today see that of their battles. The Trojan War took place between the Greeks, or various Mycenaean kingdoms, and the city of Troy, located across the Aegean, on the Dardanelles, where the Hellespont flows. The war was seen to have begun after the Trojan prince Paris, also known as Alexander, abducted Helen, the wife of Menelaus, the king of Sparta. The Trojans would refuse demands of the Greeks to have Helen returned, and Agamemnon, the brother of Menelaus, and the king of Mycenae, would be convinced to lead an army against Troy. He was able to assemble many other Mycenaean kingdoms to join the campaign, though before setting sail, Agamemnon would sacrifice his own daughter, Iphigenia, for favourable winds to cross the Aegean. We need to remember the gods were interwoven with much of the tales that were told, with it not entirely clear where moral actions and abilities end and where the gods' interference begins. Though I tend to see these elements representing the personification of nature, actions, and emotions. Anyway, the Greeks landed outside of Troy, with it quickly becoming clear taking this well-defended city was going to take more than a quick campaign. 
the Greeks would settle in for a siege for the next nine years, where battles would occur and raids of the surrounding regions. It would be in the tenth year that would see Troy fall, but not to a direct assault, but to a trick, famously known as the Trojan Horse. The Greeks would appear to have given up the siege and sail home, but instead concealed the army and built a large wooden horse. This horse was given up as an offering, with the Trojans bringing it into the city walls, while the Greeks had a small force held up in the belly of the horse. Once the Trojans had finished celebrating the end of the war into the early hours of the morning, and most were asleep or in a drunken stupor, the Greeks descended from the horse and opened the gates of Troy to their waiting army. So the walls of Troy were finally breached after ten years through deception. The population was massacred and the city razed. Now, we don't have any dates given to us from the Bronze Age period of when the war occurred, or even if it actually did. We only start getting dates of when it was supposed to have taken place by Greek writers starting in the 5th century BC, with them often citing dates around 700 years before their own time. We find many writers who ascribe a date to the war are generally not in agreement, though a good proportion of them place it around near the beginning of the 12th century BC, while a few others give dates in the 13th and 14th centuries. As we will see, many of these dates, though, will fit into known conflicts that the Mycenaeans may have been involved in over in Anatolia. We will explore these known periods of conflict, which for the most part have only recently come to light. These have enabled us to have a better idea of a historical context for a Trojan War, and perhaps enable us to provide a better answer than the past centuries. Well, that's my teaser of what's happening over on Patreon. You can also find the full version to this episode, plus other episodes where I've been focusing on the very early history of Greece. These episodes have allowed me to look back to where my series started and focus on topics in isolation, and in more detail than I'd gone into before. I'm also open to members helping drive the direction of these episodes, with suggestions of what they would like to see covered. New episodes come out in the first week of every month, and are exclusive to members to show my appreciation for their supporting the series. If you've also been enjoying the series and would like to show your support, you can head over to Patreon at the Casting Through Ancient Greece page. Alternatively, you can discover many ways to support the series over on my website at www.castingthroughancientgreece.com and click on the Support the Series button. Thank you for listening and supporting the series. I look forward to hopefully seeing you over on Patreon and engaging with you over there.